0: project purpose our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community and relationships with ourselves as well as with others with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our our societies at For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually are scheduling a thought piece to drop this upcoming Sunday. So be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we are available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure. To subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week by week basis. And today our topic of discussion is mental wellness. And on the topic of mental wellness, I'm here to have a conversation with you today about compatibility. This is an important conversation to have, as I would assume of all the conversations I bring onto my platform. But this one particularly important because a lot of us don't really know what is or isn't compatible with like who we are and by who we are, like who we are by way of our emotional footprint, our values, our belief systems. And so we end up learning everything by trial and fire and figure it out with like the best of intentions. But I am someone who is always measuring for compatibility and I recognize that compatibility isn't the driving force that draws me to or repels me from different people. Compatibility is a very intense intentional exercise that I do and it goes beyond words right so I'm not going to allow someone's words convince me of compatibility it's something that I gauge as I feel someone out and so I think not a lot of us feel people out or maybe we don't know what it is we're feeling out for but I have some guiding principles so this is going to be a two-part series and the first one is different traits or different aspects of a personality that I think universally across the board should speak to points off by way of compatibility. So if you were putting it on like a scoreboard by way of like points that would increase the semblance of compatibility because we can't always be right. Like this isn't a hard and fast science by any means, but it's my governing rule, right? It's the thing that governs the relationships that I care to invest in and the relationships that I don't. So I think there are some universals, so some traits that make someone incompatible with most people. If they're not focused on growth and healing and on resolving those traits and how it shows up in the relationships that they have. I think there's also some traits that like having those traits make you just highly compatible for a broad range of different people. And so the conversation of compatibility isn't just about the outward gaze. It's not just about me looking outward. It's also about me being very understanding and cognizant of who I am. And I don't think that you can gauge and measure someone's compatibility with you if you don't know quite yet who you are. So if you're in that state of discovery where you're trying to get a sense as to like all the different versions of you, all the different shades that you come in, then it's going to be hard to gauge compatibility if there's still parts of that are undiscovered. As for me, myself and I, I have a fairly good idea of who I am and the package that I come in. And as a result of that, like for me, not only do I have a strong sense of who I am, I also really like who I am. I like and love who I am. And not just the parts that are rainbows and butterflies, but also the parts that are a little bit prickly, right? And I'm putting it lightly. If I think about like myself being an HSP, being someone who has the capacity to have very, very strong emotions, that is on both sides with the spectrum, right? So my life, like the way that I show up that brings great energy, great joy, like that is something that I can tell you it translates equally across the board. Like I'm equal parts everything that I show up as. I think if you haven't met me before I was 20 when I learned how to self-regulate and when I learned how to really manage my emotions, then I don't think anyone that I've met above 20 has ever really seen me acting out in a way that is maybe unconventional or a little bit challenging I guess I would say and so because of that when I think about compatibility I come to that evaluation process from the mindset of if you cannot handle me at my worst then you do not deserve me at my best so when I think about compatibility I think about it in those terms right so you can be a wonderful human being with a lot of great traits but a lot of the times what I'm gauging you for is if whether or not you and I would be compatible if I showed up in the complete opposite of how I typically show up, right? So I always want to gauge, well, you know, like they are great with me at my best, but like, Do things start to fall apart? Does this start to crumble? Is this more illusory? Because I can't be at my best 100% of the time. I think that now in adulthood, I don't foresee someone seeing me at my absolute worst. Like I don't see that happening, but I do believe that it's important for me as a testament of self-love to ensure that the person or the people that I pick to surround myself with, they can handle me at my worst. And so that's what I use when I gauge compatibility. And I think that that's something that you should gauge as well. Like who you are, all aspects of who you are are worthy of love and worthy of acceptance not just the best parts of you and if someone only wants the best parts but wants to shame you or shun away the parts that aren't all that favorable depending on the society that you come with then I would say that that person's not compatible because they have to take all of you or none of you. So that's the preamble. That's my point of view on it. And when I gauge for compatibility, I am always gauging for the absolute worst case scenarios, I would say, not to say that I think that they will see it. But because I do believe that to get me at my best, you must be able to handle me at my worst. So there are a few things that come into play as it comes to that. And again, it's beyond words. I'm someone who feels people out. I don't take people's words at face value and they describe themselves, I more like to take what it is that I'm perceiving off of this person. So I gauge people's emotional footprint, the emotions that I find or feel showing up on a day-to-day basis, I take to a certain extent their degree of frailty, right? Like I'm a very strong personality. I love that about myself, but it also means that like, I don't want to be surrounded by people that I'm always having to tiptoe around because they don't have that strength, right? So I need someone who has that strength, who, even if I was to show up at my work, like it wouldn't like they wouldn't break a sweat, or even if they broke a sweat, like I wouldn't break them as people. And that is very important to me, right? To gauge. So while I'm happy to accommodate frailty, I'm happy to accommodate fragility that I find would probably be an issue if I wasn't managing my own emotions and accommodating someone else. I'm not someone who really cares to surround myself with people that I can mull over, right? Because I'm a strong personality. Like you have to also have that conviction, have a certain degree of confidence so that you're not feeling Bulldozed by a stronger personality or someone who has, you know, really strong ideas, but is still open to having someone resist, right? But if someone's coming on really strongly, and they're really direct, and if they're really vocal, and that for you completely shuts you down, then there is clearly a compatibility issue there. In any case, that's neither here or there. This first segment is going to be really focused on what compatibility isn't for me. And of course, I would love for you to leave your comments down below and speak to what compatibility isn't for you, but let's talk about my top four or five. Compatibility isn't. So the first one is if I sense out of someone a mixture of ambition and insecurity. I am a very ambitious person, very driven, but I'm also very confident that in time, I'm going to achieve the things I set my mind towards. I find that people who are equally ambitious or equally driven, but are insecure, they typically engage in toxic behaviors that I have no threshold for. So I will gauge to what extent someone is ambitious, someone is driven, has goals that they're pushing towards, but also like their degree of confidence in themselves and their ability to get there. Because I find that the higher someone's insecurity and the higher their ambition, the more likely they are to be very competitive and they engage in a lot of like comparative behaviors. They can't be happy for people's successes because they're unsure if they're going to attain their own. So I find that that characteristic combination, like ambition with insecurity, that's not a combination that I find is. good mix for me and with me and if I gauge that I'm automatically gonna write it off as okay well you know as much as like I love their drive and I love their energy if they're also insecure about their ability to attain the goals that they're pushing towards it's just not a compatible match because there's going to be unhealthy toxic comparison and competition which turns into jealousy and envy which I am not about inviting that into my life and into my circle. So that's the first one and I guess food for thought for you. And so the second one i kind of alluded to it I also want to gauge someone's character so to what extent someone can be bought essentially so to what extent someone is driven by their integrity by their values by their own beliefs about the world around them and to what extent can we have them compromise those values and beliefs at a certain price and I think a lot of people think that everyone can be bought at a price but I am someone who has convictions that run so deep that they have no price tag associated with them so because I believe in things that force I would like to also surround myself with people who have convictions that don't necessarily need to be the same as my own, but obviously they can't be contrary to my own, but who believe in these convictions so deeply, they can't be bought out of them. And I think that that's so important because I think a lot of people are just, their beliefs are very superficial, like they can easily be swayed from one side to another. And because I am someone who's very grounded and rooted in the things that I believe in, I prefer to surround myself with people who are of the same orientation. That's my second one. And so my third one is about desire to please. And this is an odd one. Some people would be like, well, wouldn't you want someone who was really like very keen on being accommodating? I am someone who is accommodating, but I am not accommodating above a certain threshold. And I actually appreciate that trait in other people. Like I love when people can set their own boundaries and be vocal about them because then I'm not doing a lot of the heavy lifting and trying to figure out what their boundaries are so that I don't cross them. I appreciate when people aren't overly accommodating and the only way that I can gauge that is if they give me the extent by which they'll accommodate right that give me like you know the limits of what it is that they're hoping to accommodate and it's not just like this need to please and this need to satisfy and this need to be validated externally for their goodness or for their kindness, whether they're not trying to get points or really push the needle and being viewed that way. It's just inherently part of who they are. So that's something that I also keep in mind. Someone who has a very clear sense of their own boundaries. I think that's a really attractive trait. I think that that's a trait that I find to be very appealing to me because I have spent a lot of my life like figuring out what my boundaries are, finding my voice, being vocal about it and dealing with the consequences of being vocal about my boundaries. So I appreciate being around people who've been along a similar journey and who have developed the confidence in establishing their boundaries without apology. And the fourth compatibility measure that I have is manipulative. I am not fond of manipulative tactics and I always know when I'm being manipulated, even if I don't provide periphery on the fact that I know that I'm being manipulated but someone who is manipulative so someone who doesn't know how to engage with someone else unless they're trying to be deceptive in some way shape or form is not the kind of person I want to surround myself with and so like I think some of us engage in these behaviors some of the time like it comes up as part of like a human characteristic some of the time like I'll let that pass if I find that it's like coming up so pervasively that it's like an aspect of your character for me that that's a ding that tells me that there's not a whole lot of compatibility here. I prefer authenticity. I prefer transparency. I don't need to be everyone's cup of tea. And I find that the people who do need to be everyone's cup of tea end up being highly, highly manipulative and definitely not the kind of person that I want to invite into my inner circle. And last but not least, definitely not least. So one of the areas where I find that is a huge friction point and is a signal that we are absolutely not compatible are people who feel entitled. And that can translate in a lot of different ways. Entitled to your time, entitled to your energy, entitled, you know, fill in the blank. And who also carry that entitlement with this false sense of superiority. So their entitlement is driven by their sense of who they are in relation to the world around them that is skewed and that is del- delusions of grandeur and unfortunately I've met a lot of people who are delusional in this way and who surround themselves with yes men who I guess constantly or cyclically like reiterate to them that they should believe themselves to be who they are and I find that these kinds of people are just completely toxic I have absolutely no interest to be surrounded by anyone who feels superior to other people in any way shape or form or feel entitled to a lifestyle over and above other people or feels entitled to oppress other people like and these characteristics exist they're much more pervasive than you would think and so for me now I'm like very much more aware of all the subtle ways that this shows up because a lot of people at least have the common sense not to like just broadcast their sense of superiority but you can find it in the subtle nuances and the subtle ways of engagement like the way that they engage with people who are in service industries, the way that they engage with people who are lateral or beneath them by way of like a hierarchy in any ways that a hierarchy itself would translate like there are different ways that you can observe someone interacting with someone who they feel is beneath them or at their level and I think that tells us everything or even the way that they act with people who they think are above them like if they are always putting people on a pedestal and like almost like worshipping people like for me Absolutely not. That's not a characteristic that I personally value and not a characteristic that if I see, I'm going to, to like dismiss. That's something that is like a huge red flag for me that I'm absolutely going to act on immediately with lots and lots of distance so there you have it on our conversation of mental wellness a few factors that play into compatibility for me maybe plays into your sense of who is and isn't compatible for you I think that it's relative right depending on who we are and like how we show up that's going to change the the traits that we find are synchronous to us and the traits that we find like maybe don't work as well but I want to go on here and talk about that because I think a lot of us think that what we're attracted to is in alignment with what we're compatible with and I've learned that the things that I'm attracted to aren't necessarily the things that I am compatible with. Now that was it, but definitely not all. Now before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune in. Now these events are paid events, so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars and workshops largely focused and self-mastery over and above these events. So definitely check out what we have online. Be part of our game changer community, being part of the change that you want to see, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. We are on the road to 1K, so we definitely invite you to follow us across all of our social media platforms. Leave a comment down below, like, and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.